Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus, Terry. How are you going? Really there? good. I had my next coffee, so I'm great. <laughs> she's two. She's two coffees up. Yeah. <laughs> one cupcake. Your one cupcake. Yeah. Good to go. Absolutely good to go. And punch out a couple more podcasts. <laughs> so Terry, yeah. we, we are talking about. Yeah, you know, there's an old, I suppose, quote mm-hmm. about how your first ten thousand images are your worst. So once you get mm. past that, once you shot. 10,000, <laughs> your 10,000 from one image is amazing. Yeah, it's so in- it's such an interesting concept, isn't it? And I love how they call it your worst. <laughs> your worst. So it's, it's interesting because back back when that mm. was quoted, obviously people were shooting film. So yeah. to get to 10,000 images, you would shoot, you know, 300 plus rolls yeah. or 36 to, yeah. to get the number. So that was a lot of that, yeah. was, that was a lot of images. Yeah. But I understand that concept, the idea of actually putting forward a, a number saying, well, mm. once you kind of shoot this n- number, it's mm. that's kind of your apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once you've done that number, then you know, you'll start to produce mm. great work. Yeah. So these days, obviously, 10,000 is something, I mean, uh, you know, if you put a big enough memory card in your camera, you can shoot 10,000 images <laughs> on, on one memory card just about today. In one shoot in a – Especially some, if you shoot – cases. Especially if you're shooting like with, you know, maybe if you're shooting like a Canon R5 and you're shooting like burst mode 20, mm-hmm. 20, 20 images a second. Goodness me, yes. Fill the card up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So I think that it's an interesting concept saying um, – I think the whole, you know, the whole idea of it is that you're yeah. basically – you're learning, so yes. your first your first lots of images, you're learning stuff. Yeah. So there's things that you're trying. You're trying new yeah. techniques. Some of them aren't working. Some of them are working. Mm-hmm. Some of them are not. So mm. I think today, like, so people get when they start shoot first start shooting, mm. they'll get they they'll get some great pictures because yes. that, that's what keeps them shooting. Yes. If you if you set like got the camera and said I'm going to be a photographer. Yeah. And you instantly started shooting and they're all rubbish. <laughs> they were so bad. You just you would just <laughs> probably go after I don't know what point but you know after a short period of time you go you know I'm not cut out to be a photographer. <laughs> and you just you, you would just put the camera down. I did think that for a little while. I was like gosh this is rubbish. What do I even think I'm doing? Well, see we come from a very different very different mm. era of photography. Mm-hmm. So when we both started, you know, we both shot film because mm-hmm. that, that's all that was available. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that process of where we had to wait for the images mm-hmm. to be processed. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the, the, the time from pressing the shutter to the actual laying your eyes on the finished image. Could be, depending and, on whether you were d- you're developing yourself and printing yep. yourself, could be a, a matter of hours or it could, could be, be a matter of days or, could or be weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's really changed it. So for the modern photographer today... Mm. Basically, being able to see the captured image, yeah, on the back of the camera, like the instant recall that you can look, look and at. also the metadata from that image as well. That's that's huge when it comes to learning your learning curve. Well, it is too, because obviously too, in in some situations where once you kind of get your basic settings, mm-hmm. you know, you got that kind of I suppose that template mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you can start where you're starting, you know, 
exposures are going to be and then you can mm. ju- you can adjust it obviously yeah, yeah. either side of that because to make allowances for different, yeah. different lights and stuff yeah. like that. So Goodness me, I, it just, it, that just actually took me back to university for a moment there, you know, like when I'd go out and I'd shoot film and I'd forget to take notes as I was photographing the images, I'd develop them. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what was my settings? You yes. know, I got that right. What was I doing? Or I got that wrong. What was I yes. doing? Where, where, where did I slip up? Yeah, yeah. And we would actually take notes each time we took a shot yep. of what our settings were so that we could follow back. Because, I mean, yeah, because the challenges back then is sometimes you used a handheld light meter to mm-hmm. actually to work out your, what your exposure should be under yeah. the light. Yeah, So that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, these days, you know, the metering is actually done in camera. Yeah. So it takes away all that. Um, processing that you know the camera's actually working yeah that's at. exactly right you know we we studied things like the zone system to try and figure out where we were we're putting our exposures and how to how to allocate what we wanted in you know in in exposure that's well <laughs> yes, that's right yeah. Well, that's right so, yeah how the image how the image would would present tonally mm, or mm. how you exposed it and even compositionally you know there were things that we would t- we would play with and um by having the ability to print Digitally, not digitally, sorry, like manually, we could change our composition. So we were yes. always constantly learning what would look better compositionally. And I guess it, it's kind of like a digital darkroom, but in essence, we were learning as we went. So I still think there is a, I always say to people when they say, how do I get better as a photographer? And I'm mm. going, shoot more. Just keep, yeah. just keep shooting. Yeah. Because seriously, you kind of have to be at it all the time. If you, mm-hmm. if you, if you want to be a, you know, a good photographer, yes, you can shoot infrequently. If you want to be mm. a great photographer, mm. you need to shoot lots. That's exactly right, yeah. You really need to kind of work that. Yeah. You know, just work the camera, Yeah. take as many images, Yeah. work out what you like about uh-huh. those images, what you don't like, how you can improve, whether that be through changing the composition, changing the way the angle that you're viewing it at, yep. changing the exposure, playing with, you know, some of the techniques which we've talked about, high key, low key type stuff. Mm, mm. Using all those things to find to find mm. your kind of spot. Yeah, and we were also talking about earlier before the podcast, because we do we do talk about our subjects to get a little bit of an idea of what we're going to discuss. And we we spoke about things like developing your style. And yes. that's why that ten thousand images is is quite a good reference point for learning anything photographic. You know, it's like that's when you develop your style. Once you've shot that amount, hypothetically, yep. it's when you're comfortable. It's when you know the direction that you want to go, how you want your images to look, what sort of messages you want to portray, what sort of feelings you want the viewer to see, or are you just documenting something? Are you just really just technically wanting to be good? There's that terminology, the snapshot. Mm-hmm. You know, the snapshot to me is where you just hold your phone or your camera, mm. you're pointed in the direction of something's happening, you take a picture, you don't really mm. think about the... You don't think about framing or anything. The framing, yeah. you know, even the exposure can be off. Yeah. Like the focus mightn't be where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a snapshot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like just that quick snapshot in time. Yeah. And then, but then there's images that you create which are totally different because you've put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. So the idea of having this number of images that you have to shoot. So I think for people who are starting out, mm-hmm. don't be put off by you're not hitting. You're not taking every shot you take. It's not amazing. Yeah. Because even even very experienced photographers, not every shot you take is, works out. Because mm. quite quite often too, as you as you 
get more confident, you actually get more daring. You, you do more, I suppose, experimental stuff mm. and, you, and you push the boundaries mm. and sometimes sometimes mm. it works and you have a happy accident. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just doesn't work and you yeah. go, yep, okay. And that's also quite a good achievement as well. It's like, you know what, we tried it, didn't work. Yep. But the, one of the things I'd kind of always reference people back to, especially like teaching someone photography and telling them to practice and mm. do all that, is to go back and look at the first shots they shot Mm. So go right back to the beginning and look at the first shots when you first started getting interested in photography and you started kind of shooting a bit more seriously mm-hmm. is look at those shots and then if that was 12 months ago, then look at the shots you're doing today mm. and see where the differences are. Mm. See if you can pick up where you've improved. That's where you should be comparing it to. So you shouldn't be comparing yourself to someone who's been shooting for 20 Absolutely years. Absolutely not. Because you haven't had that experience. Yeah. Like you just haven't had that exposure to be able yeah. to, to to capture things and sometimes and everybody's photographic journey is so unique and sometimes look, people will have unique you know, we were talking about in the break we were talking about you know locations mm, mm. you know so sometimes people are lucky enough to get a really really could find a really cool location yeah yeah and that can be really a great catalyst too because that can really you can go off and create some pictures yeah and as a result of those pictures then you might like you said create your own start to create a style yeah absolutely because you like the way the image is kind of yeah yeah i've learned so much by finding great locations where the light's been magical or you know something has really has challenged me in a particular way and i've i've looked back on those images and what i've achieved and i'm like wow i really really like that there's something in there that really draws me back yes like draws me in and i've i've replicated that in other environments so that i still have that that's right because you start to un- you start to yeah. understand the elements of what you like in that image that's right and how they can actually how they can actually enhance that, that story mm. i mean no matter what image you take there's a story in there yeah right so sometimes by changing the way you photograph a scene can enhance one part of the story mm. to make mm. it more to the front of the picture, even, yeah. even though it mightn't be at the front of the yeah. picture, but, it, but it's it becomes the key the key element of the yeah. image. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes just understanding on how to manipulate things in the camera, mm-hmm. placement of where you put the person or or the object in the in the composition, yeah, is how it'll be viewed by the viewer. That's exactly right, and they they're really they're like key fundamentals to your style and to your storytelling techniques when it comes to to photography. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I kind of do like the idea that that people do kind of have hit a hit a number. You know, not we're not really saying it ten thousand <laughs> is relevant, so, but I think that there is definitely, or it could be measured in in maybe not in in frames because some people some people are very very how would you say deliberate in not overshooting. Yeah. So, so when they well, shoot something, definitely were in the film days. <laughs> well, you, well, the film, the film day is really good, is really good example because that's what taught, I suppose, photographers from area. That's what taught taught us the discipline. Because mm, we were wasting money when we didn't get it Every right. We, it was so frustrating. Uh, nothing more, nothing more heart wrenching mm. than ruining a roll of film. Oh my goodness! The amount of times that I would ruin film when I was learning was just. It was heartbreaking because the cost was so, you know, it was not cheap, yes. especially as a university and, and, and student. It was not cheap at all. And it wasn't It wasn't so much that 
okay, you're not going to go without dinner because you've just ruined the roll of oh, film. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I put my hand up here. I might have a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry bought film instead of baked yeah, beans. Yeah, film and paper and yep. yeah. But I think it, it's, it's kind of like the disappointment that you've actually, the anticipation, so you've gone to, you've gone to the process of actually creating an image. Mm-hmm. So you've actually, you know, got yourself into that position or that mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. You've got the subject there and you've shot it and it hasn't worked mm-hmm. out. To me, that's the part that really is heart-wrenching when, mm. when that happens, when you actually mm. do all those things. But that happens today still in yeah. digital. I'll have I'll have days sometimes when I'll go out and I'll shoot something and I've got a particular idea I want to do Yeah, and I cannot, I can just not capture it the yeah. way, I, the way yeah. I want to. So yeah. I'll shoot, I could shoot all day. And you still haven't got what you, you were chasing. And I still don't have what I'm chasing. Yeah. And I do beat myself up a little bit sometimes. And I'm not going to sit yeah. back and say, well, no, well, no, well, I didn't get what I wanted, but I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, you know that's I mean? a really good example. You know, I, I think it's really important that we take take kind of a bit of advice from that, what you've just said. And, and instead of looking at what didn't work, or look at what did work. And yes. if it's something that you really, we'll really want to achieve, have a look at how you could do it. Like what were the factors that made that not possible and yes. how could I change it so it is possible? That's right. So, I mean, out of any any given situation, you should always try and look for the positives, mm. especially when you're starting out because, like I said, it is it is easy in, I think, in photography for people to get disillusioned, mm. get frustrated mm. and walk away from photography at an yeah. early, early point. And I mean, yeah. you know, there's times when, you know, a couple of points, I think everyone gets to a point where you nearly want to give it up. Mm. And I think you have, mm-hmm. you, you actually yeah, had, yeah. had done that. Yeah. And I'm... And I probably had given it up for periods of time because it was, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. the frustrations or whatever. And I wasn't, I suppose it wasn't fulfilling what I was hoping to get out of the images. I wasn't getting it. So that's yeah. the hard part. Yeah, exactly. I think we also need to have a look at the, the formats that we're using to capture our images these days. We're using our mobile phones. Yep. So don't, don't disregard your efforts just because you're not using a camera. Think about yeah. your phones and the other platforms that you're I, I, using to develop your skill. I would always think of of your phone as a, it's it's kind of a training training tool. Absolutely, you know absolutely. I mean? You know, when when you're serious about photography, your phone's never going to be a substitute mm. for for your camera. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you an interesting story, and and it's kind of changed. There's a camera that I now own that's changed the way I think about stuff, mm. but I think at the same time it's, it's it doesn't probably sit true for everybody. Yeah. But I currently shoot with a Canon R5 mirrorless mm-hmm. camera, right? And I find that camera itself because of the the things that you can do with mm. that camera. Mm. I said to someone the other day, it's the most soul-fulfilling camera I've ever owned. Yeah. It yeah. really is because... I can relate to what you're saying, absolutely. It, well, you've just gone onto yeah. a new platform as well. Yeah, which has very similar features. Yeah. So and, we're, and we're both experiencing the same kind of growth. And I, I shot a couple of pictures and actually one of them was used for a podcast we just did mm. that was published a couple of weeks ago. So this was an image where I myself was in it. Mm-hmm. So I, I had the idea. Mm-hmm. So, and where I get frustrated sometimes, you know, sometimes you have an idea to do a shoot, and you just mm-hmm. want to shoot it straight away. So it's in your fresh in your head. You know mm-hmm. what you, you know what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. So you want to shoot this image, and you set the camera up, and you can't get the focus, and, <laughs> and, 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 you, and you're trying to do all this yourself. 
Mm-hmm. So I shot a shot which was totally – no one else said it was just me. It was just myself. Mm-hmm. So basically I set the camera up on a tripod. Yeah. I used the app on my phone so I could trigger the camera yeah. from it. Yeah. I used the eye tracking. Yes. So it could yes. get pull, pull correct focus. Yes. I could use the other thing, which and, and these are things that I originally thought I would not use. Yeah. The flip around screen was fantastic because yeah. I had this, I could actually see where I was in the frame. Yeah, insane. So I could, so I could position myself exactly where I needed to be in the frame. Mm-hmm. I was able to take the shots that I needed and, I, and it was a composite image that I was producing. So mm-hmm. obviously I had to get a base image mm-hmm. and then I needed to get my image that would be comped into that image to, mm. to give it a particular look. Yeah. And I could have done that on one of my other DS, DSLR bodies. Yeah. But it, and, I, and I'll tell you the process and I have done it before. Yeah. Where I've actually used a test shoot head. Uh-huh. Put that in place where my head will be. Yeah. To get to pull the and focus. Sometimes you can't get that. It still doesn't pull the focus no. correctly. Yeah. And you, and you lock the focus to that, so you yeah. lock the focus there. Yeah. Because when you get in that position, you mightn't quite be <laughs> line up that frustration, man. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't see what's happening on the back of my camera. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yes, I'd tether it to a laptop so I can have the laptop turn around. Mm. And you can see it. Mm. But then again, and I could trigger it via the app, but. I found the process of being able to create an image that I've thought of. Yeah. The speed that I could create these images was quite rewarding. But it was quite staggering. Like, yeah. I mean, I per- virtually had the idea. I got the camera. I set it up. I shot the images. I put it together. Yeah. And in a very short space of time, I actually had your final product. I had the final product. Yeah. So good. Because I, and it was, it was the camera and the camera, mm. the camera. You want to create. I know it's kind of diversifying from what we're talking about with 10,000 images, but mm. I just thought it's kind of relevant sometimes that as you do, and I think it's, I probably wouldn't feel that way if I was starting out. It's yeah. because I've had, I have shot yeah. so much yeah. that now I'm really appreciating yeah. features of the camera yeah. and using that features to create, kind of push, push, push your boundaries a push little bit. Push the boundaries yeah. a bit. Really, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you've had some. Similar kind of not yet. Motivation. I've kind of got I've kind of got the concepts, yeah. but I haven't quite gotten that far. So I'm really impressed with what you've just told me. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'll show, I'll share the pictures. I'll show you after mm. after we finish recording. But mm. those images, like I said, I could have created previously, but it was actually a, it was actually joyful to create them. Yeah, it was just so much fun. It kind yeah. of put the fun back in it. Again. Yeah, and I think that's what you also need to remember in the in those early stages, like that 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 number that they're talking about but it it's just really represents taking lots of images to learn yes and to find your style and refine your skill and refine the technique and yep. and really play and have fun and explore what's on offer i've got a shot that i took i was probably about 17 18 years old and i got fascinated by mirrors when you place two mirrors and you get mm. you get you have two mirrors parallel to each other mm-hmm. and you stand in the mirror and you're just you're going disappearing into mm-hmm. all these all these reflections of you disappearing the infinite yeah yeah the infinite thing yeah and i thought oh, that kind of makes my brain spin <laughs> i know it's quite you know it's it's quite a fascinating mm. um phenomena so i can remember shooting this with 35 mil film mm-hmm. 
and trying to capture myself in this kind of repetition image. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's, it's really like in camera, mm. I suppose, yeah. know, this technique that's shot in camera. Yeah. So, and that used to... That used to excite me because, I, but I had to wait until I actually processed the film <laughs> to actually see the result. Not now, you don't. <laughs> not not now, you don't. But I mean, back then, that's the things that used to excite me, and yeah, and that used to keep me shooting. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, I suppose that you know, for people who maybe are struggling and they've shot a lot of shots and they're still not quite there, maybe maybe try and do some things that are different. Maybe mm. try and shoot some stuff, mm-hmm. challenge you, yeah. challenges you a bit, or try and yeah. create something. Try and we'll we'll look at something that you've seen someone else create and try and work out how they did it. Mm-hmm. So see if you can actually recreate it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's kind of a I yeah. always think is is a good challenge for people to throw that to people. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So yeah. so how many reckon if if you had to put it in the in the digital age, if you had to put a number on it, how many shots do you reckon people need to shoot <laughs> before they? <laughs> I think as we can shoot so much more like quant. Quantity wise, yep. I I I I couldn't tell you. I just I'd have no idea. And I think because because as a new generation coming into photography, I've already seen it. You know, the yes. kids are just so quick to pick it up, and yep. they're surrounded by visual stimulation all the time. So they're they're pre programmed yep. with I, with composition and and great things like that that we we wouldn't have been exposed to. Well, as, because because they've been exposed to so many images, like. Every day we're bombarded with images, mm. you know, like there's so many and you see so many great images. Mm-hmm. And I, I always think what happens is even though you're seeing all this stuff, mm. subconsciously you're taking notes. Mm-hmm. So subconsciously that information is going into your brain. That's right. So you've kind of got it there as a reference. That's right. Oh, I've seen yeah. a picture like this, so I do this and it'll yeah. look like that. Yeah. So I think but I, I'm kind of of the opinion now for most people because of the way – it's an accelerated learning process because yeah. of the fact that you're getting instant feedback from the camera. That's right. It's almost like now I'd say it's your first two and a half thousand shots are going to be your worst. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Because what you're doing is it's like photography is on steroids compared yeah. to when we were shooting with film. It really is. Because you're shooting, you're getting instant feedback. Mm-hmm. You're making adjustments on the fly. That's right. You can choose to delete that image if it doesn't work. Yep. Reshoot and re- it. Reshoot it. Yeah, and, the whole and, lot. And then you can you can tweak your settings. Yep. Going, okay, I'll shoot this to stop under, shot stop over. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, I like it like this. Mm-hmm. The other thing you've got the ability now also in post is to move that exposure. Yeah. Either side exactly of where you, right. where you actually shot it from. Exactly right. So I think that actually the number is actually less. It's yeah. actually gone down. It's not, it's not yeah. no longer you have to shoot your, right. your 10,000 right. images. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's kind of like, I mean, look, it is an exciting time for people to be in photography and I think mm. people, like I said, you know, there's so many new photographers coming through mm. and I'd, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm, I'm excited with some of the new camera coming out like and the and the capacity to learn. Well, but the features because they give you so many tools to be creative mm. and that's the thing i think that, that's that's interesting that keeps you kind of in you know you always got to try and find new ways of doing something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so trying to find those different elements mm. that are, you know that you didn't previously have and how you can use them in your photography today that's right yeah yeah so no it's look it's a fascinating it's a fascinating world we live in yes with um 
the way things have gone. It is. The way technology and, – and look, who knows? May, maybe if we had this conversation in five years' time, we'd be saying, your first hundred photos will be your worst. <laughs> <laughs> After that, photo 101 is going to be absolutely nice. I kind of agree with you, actually. Well, yeah. it's kind of – but that's the way that's – the way, that's the way photography has been heading. It's mm. been on this kind of pathway where people are, mm. are, are getting better yeah. and not shooting. So, like I said, typically, you know, someone who became a classic photographer yeah. had 40 years of shooting under the belt. That's right. Yeah, you know, we're seeing right. now people creating classic work who've only been shooting for four years. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely it's a right. It's huge difference. Yeah, it is. It really is. It really is. So. Terry, yeah. as always, it's always fun to chat about these things and it's always great to hear other people's comments as well. Yeah. And, and we love the DMs. <laughs> we've been getting a few, haven't we? We've been getting some Sliding great. Sliding into the DMs. We've been getting some great DMs from people kind of sharing what they love about the podcast and, and there's a couple of things I suppose people can do to help with the podcast. That's obviously subscribe on your favourite platform. Mm-hmm. So that way you'll never miss an episode. But also by sharing stuff with us, sometimes we get suggestions for content to talk about mm, mm. and some of those things we can sometimes work into a show some a bit more complex which don't fit the format that's right but, but we'll always listen to people's suggestions yeah so people can do that either by i mean we were on instagram facebook you know, all the different various social media platforms yeah. people can jump on and find the photo mission podcast yeah that's right jump on jump on have a look send, yeah. ter- send terry a dm she likes <laughs> I've had a few actually. It's been really great. It's been great to see some feedback. Exactly. Well, Terry, until next time. Chat soon. See ya. See you, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 